Welcome to the Opto Podcast, everybody. Welcome back, everybody, to the Off the Dome podcast. Glad to be, glad to be here again today. We uh, got some stuff going on here with the NBA we're going to be talking about. I think we're going to um, kind of put a button on the the finals, give you know, give my little thoughts and opinions on that, wrap that thing up. Seemed like a squandered opportunity for Boston, but we'll we'll get into that. Uh, little trade that I kind of kind of talked about that happened that. Um, that I talked about that the, the Mavs need to do. They make a big trade that might push them over the top just to start here. They made did it kind of got it out of the way early, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but I did want to talk about just just found out this morning. Um, Jalen Ferguson's has died, Baltimore linebacker for Baltimore Ravens. So that's I just want to get that out of the way because that's that's terrible. I mean, t- 26 years old. This kid was from Louisiana Tech, one of a, like a stud coming out of college, uh, just absolute fucking stud. And just to, to hear this is just heartbreaking, you know, especially at 26 years old. So thoughts and prayers go out to the family and friends involved in all that. Um, they haven't said the reasoning, what's going on. We don't know yet, but it just broke that the Ravens had just found out the Ravens had put this out that. Um, that he has passed away, so that that's just terrible. You hate to hear anything like that happening, um, especially that young. He had a whole future ahead of him. Uh, great kid, stud out of college, man. So just it just it sucks to see something like that. I was hoping for big things from him coming coming in with Baltimore, finally getting some reps. You know, kind of slow worked into that process. He was like a th- I think a third round pick. So tough to see that. So I just wanted to. Make light of that because that that came out this morning, uh, so still nothing yet on what's what's going on, what happened, what the issue, what the reasoning is behind that. But thoughts and prayers go out to the family and friends involved. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna we'll go ahead and, and put a button on this uh, Warriors Celtics, and I think we're gonna maybe talk a little bit more of this tomorrow. We might have Andrew on and uh, get get his thoughts about it. About his Celtics, see what see what how he's feeling about that. Uh, really, didn't I just that did not go the way I thought it was going to go. I didn't think the Warriors. I thought the Warriors were all matched, but they just really. It's the same old song and dance for Boston. It was what it was driving me crazy, man. Seeing these guys in here and then they're just fumbling it. I mean, they literally they literally gave up this series. They gave up this finals, and they're going to look back on it like I was saying before. They're going to look back at this and be like, man, we really squandered an opportunity here, and you you hate to see it. With the complete team they had, I, did, I don't know how. What I kind of want to talk about is who's going to have the easier time getting back here. Um, by the way, if y'all are just not checking out the YouTube, we're going to start posting these videos, updating these videos here now. Uh, we kind of dialed this thing in. looks a little better. sounds a little better. The quality is getting a little better here. We're straightening things out a little bit. We're slowly working the process out. The boy's trying to figure this thing out. We're going to get this thing going here. So now the YouTube channel is looking good. What I need y'all to do is... Go down, like, subscribe, uh, c- comment down below. I wanna, I wanna know what y'all think about who's gonna have it easier getting back. This is what we're gonna talk about: Warriors, Celtics. Who has it easier coming back next year? Who can get to the finals? 
to me, I, I've been kind of go, going over this thing and, and really I wanted to look at these teams. And I know we don't know, right? We don't know what's going to happen with these teams as far as uh, offseason. We got the draft tomorrow, which we still could have some trades coming up to that draft, which we'll talk – we'll get into one of the, the trades that are, that happened that I, that I really love um, for one of these Western Conference teams. But we'll get in there. So – what what are these teams gonna do moving forward? How are they gonna look? We don't know yet. We'll go. We'll assume some of these teams are gonna be doing something. You know, you know what's going on with Brooklyn, which I'm gonna be talking about with Kyrie, and I think where he should go. Because now it's come out that they're kind of stalemate in the talks of, of of re-signing him, and it's not. It doesn't mean he can't go back, but now it's everyone got everybody thinking where's he gonna go? Where's where's he gonna be now? Uh, so we'll kind of dive. We don't know what's gonna happen with these teams. But going back and forth, seeing who I who I had who I think was going to be having an easier time getting back here, I was kind of hard on Boston. But really, Golden State's going to have a hard time getting here too because that West is now now got some contenders. Because if you think about it, Denver, right? Denver Denver played this postseason with guys they were missing two of their big guys, Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray didn't play. That's big. That's their big. That's their big guys. So that that team's gonna look a lot different, you know. Whatever pieces they're gonna have coming in and out of there, I think they they need to make some, make a couple moves. But really, we didn't even get to see them, and they they had the MVP, they had the MVP on their team by himself, and and really that's gonna be huge. You get those two guys back, that changes the dynamic of the Western Conference right there. Memphis, Jaws gotta stay healthy. That's gonna change it. That's the big that's the big big ones, right? Is is Memphis? They're the big talkers, the big rivals. Or you see them talking back and forth with uh, Golden State. So that that's going to be one right there. I think they're going to play a huge factor in that Western Conference. The Phoenix things are going to get shaken up. Are they going to look the same? You know, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, probably those guys are going to be there. But it sounds like DeAndre Ayton doesn't want to be there. They're not. They can't figure that thing out. So he'll be gone. Phoenix is going to look different. I think. They're no longer going to be so dominant. I don't think they're going to dominate in the number one seed like that again because I think that roster's going to go through a shakeup. They're going to figure something out. Where I know Aiton, I think the Lakers will bounce back. I'm not saying now pump the brakes. I'm not saying they're going to be this dominant force, right? I'm not saying that. What? But I do. I can't. I can't sit here and say they're going to not going to make the playoffs again. LeBron's win now. Now he's got one more year on this contract. They're going to retool. Anthony Davis got to stay healthy. We don't know. We can't. We can't figure out if he's gonna stay healthy, right? And their team is just a bunch of vet minimum guys, anyways. And we're gonna talk about this when we talk about Kyrie. Why I don't think Kyrie goes to the Lakers. Just saying. Don't think it's gonna work. But I know it's fun to talk about it, and we'll talk about it too. But uh, with the with the Lakers, they, their roster is gonna change. They get because they most of their team is vet men guys, and a lot of them are free agents. So you're gonna have the main core, Russ, which they might still try to trade. I don't think anyone's biting, but they they might try to do. Wheel and deal with him, but say they don't. They got Russ, AD, LeBron. That's their core guys, right? As we take a look, let me look at the roster here real quick. Because, uh, yeah, Malik Monk is gone. Carmelo's free agent. Austin Reeves, free agent. Ellington, free agent. I mean, they, Avery Bradley, Dwight Howard, DJ Augustine, Kent Bazemore, all free agents. They got LeBron, AD, Russell Westbrook, um, uh, Horton Tucker's coming back. And Stanley Johnson, these are the guys they have under contract. So their roster is going to look a lot different. Who they bring in to help out, we don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, so I think I think they're going to get better somehow. They're going to at least be in, in playoff contention. Utah, we don't know what's going to happen with them. We, you know, Dan Schneider, we talked about him. He's he's taking a step back. 
So they're gonna they got a new coach. Does the spider stay there? Does Gobert stay there? You know, they're talking about breaking that that tandem up, that roster. So we're gonna see a different roster there. Uh, you know, that's that's your fifth seed. So really, I think the West is gonna be a lot tougher. I think Minnesota's on the up and up. You know, they look good. Pelicans are gonna have Zion back. Clippers. I think I think Warriors. The West is gonna be crazy next year because Clippers are gonna come back healthy, which yeah, I think they gotta make some moves. Um, you know, Kawhi coming back, PG coming back, and, and and running that thing back, which they're in win now mode, right? Paul George thirty two, so Kawhi's thirty. That's a tandem, but they gotta get it going now. And how's that team retool? How do they reshape their their roster to get going? And you know, I, I think the I think that I think the Clippers are. He, I don't think Kawhi wins another ring, but that's just here and there. But <laughs> just casually gonna throw that out. So there's gonna be a, there's gonna be a shift. I still think there's gonna be a lot of teams. Bottom teams are gonna be bad. Portland, what happens with Portland? Where's Dame go? I mean, how are they gonna get that team right, ready to win? Because Dame wants to win. Does Dame leave? I mean, they're twenty seven and fifty five last year. If I'm Dame, I'm done. I mean, you broke up the team unless they bring in Bradley Beal. Even then, I don't know. They're gonna have to do something with that. That that team's. Dame's got to go. Dame Dame's got to get out of there because I I think they're rebuilding. Are they not rebuilding? I mean, you look at the team. It's Dame and Joe Ingles, Nurkic, Josh Hart. I mean, this is a this is a rebuilding team. It's a young it's a young team. They got a lot of young guys, right? A lot of young guys. They, they're gonna rebuild. Dame's gotta go, man. Unless they're gonna trade. Unless they, let's say, do something crazy. And they change. They trade. They make some trades. That that's gonna be wild. But just looking at it, I think the West is gonna be harder. I think you do all those reasons there. That's gonna change. Um, what's gonna be exciting with the East now with Boston? You got Miami. All right. Yep, they're there. The Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, they're gonna be there. What's interesting is the 76ers. What happens with James Harden? Does he come back? Who who do they get going? What pieces? How are they going to look? They're already talking about they're they're willing to shake things up. Daryl Morey, we could see before this draft. Daryl Morey at, at this time, uh, he he's looking to make moves. Uh, let's take a look at that roster. Who was he? He was he was. They were trying to piece some guys. Tyrese Mackley, they're saying pretty much is up for grabs if they want him, um, which I would keep him. Matisse Seibel, they I know they're throwing his name around right now, currently before this draft. Maybe they're they're trying to find a way to trade him in in the draft. Uh, that that could be something going on. Um, so we got to keep an eye out there. That that roster is going to change. I don't know if they're going to be as good. To be honest, I don't know there. Uh, so that's a shaky. We're already getting shaky, and that was a top team. That was four seed. So I don't know if they can even get to the four seed. But he, he seems like it's getting getting weak again. Chicago, they're 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 an interesting one. They're an up and up. But uh, to me, and they're hard to buy. I, I they they're a couple. Their piece. What's Levine doing? Is Levine gone? If Levine's gone, they're rebuilding. Which I hate to say it. I mean, because he's the one piece, right? Because. I like Io DeSumo coming up. Young guy. He at Illinois. He's he's looking good for them. But without Levine, Levine, Lonzo right now has had that knee injury, had surgery, and is, is recovering. But 
the rehab, he's kind of had a setback in rehab. He might have to have another surgery. So you're in question mark there. Uh, Toronto's young. They're a question mark. I think they're they're a piece or two away. What do they do? Uh, Cleveland was kind of a almost a surprise team. Do they get any better? Hornets, I think they're a few pieces away. They they need some help with the Melo and, the, and them guys. They need they need some pieces for to can seriously contend. I think Brooklyn is the question mark, even though they made the playoffs. Right, they're they're the Eastern Conference version of the Lakers, where they have some pieces. What do they do to get, compete? We know Ben Simmons is coming back. What is he going to provide with Kevin Durant? And is, is Kyrie there or not? And then they're going to have to get some pieces in before they're really contending. But I think next year they, they kind of get up in that top four with Miami, Boston, Milwaukee. I think 76ers might take a step back depending on what they do. Um, the Knicks are another question mark. A lot of young talent. I, I We'll talk about this in the Kyrie trade. I think they're the best fit. Just saying. We'll preview that, though. Well, that, that's coming up. But so there's well, – Really, for me, the West is a tougher is a tougher conference. West is where it's at. I think Warriors have a harder time getting back to the finals over Boston. I think Boston can get there. Uh, look, they got the they, they got a really good team too. So the young guys, young core guys, are only going to get better. They're going to learn from this, but but they have the easier route in my in my opinion. East Eastern Conference is a little bit easier than the West right now because the West is a lot of teams that were got injured there late. There's a lot of injuries, a lot of missing pieces. A lot of these teams are incomplete teams on the West side. Just with the Pelicans with Zion, which they're the younger team, newer kid on the blocks. Memphis at the two seed, they didn't have Jaw, so they didn't have a chance in that series. That that's just how that goes. Dallas, what do they do to to get going? I think they're oh, they're gonna be shot up. They're gonna take. Take a jump, excuse me. If I could talk, they're no, they're gonna they're gonna leap up. Seriously, they're gonna leap up. I, I like their chances of moving up and doing their thing. Uh, L.A. again, I like. I think the Lakers are gonna do something here to get going with LeBron. This is his last year on the contract, and then it'll be next year's storyline is gonna be because that's when Bronny will be out, right? LeBron's gonna go wherever Bronny gets drafted. That's just you know that's happening. So whoever gets to draft Bronny gets LeBron James, and they're gonna play for a year, and then LeBron's gonna retire. It's like, that's what we're going to do. That's the storyline of the NBA, right? That's how it's going to go. Because I know he has one more year. Bronny comes out. That next next draft should be Bronny's draft. And then to me, LeBron's going to wait till this time. next This time next year, Bronny will get drafted probably number one just so you can get LeBron for a year. Like, wherever he goes, then LeBron's going to go. That's how the story's going to go. And then that team's going to win a championship and then LeBron retires. Now, I, wouldn't that be fucking nuts? <clears throat> Anyways, we're getting off topic. No, uh, that's that's how I see it, though. I say West is the, the wild fucking West, man. Western Conference next year is going to be great as long as no one gets hurt. Injuries kind of ruin this whole ruin, ruin shit, right? The injuries, man, they fucking ruin shit. Fuck injuries, dude. Get some robotic fucking legs arms and shit no but um west to me is tougher east i think boston boston's just got an easier route and we'll kind of we'll we'll talk to andrew i want to see andrew's opinion on this coming up what what he thinks tomorrow if we have him on i want to see where he thinks the celtics are going to do be interesting because i i think i think they can get back here but man i don't know if they they can take milwaukee out again they were they were this close they were this close from losing milwaukee and then they were this close to losing to Miami. So this could be easily 
they easily could have been the team that wasn't here. Warriors, I mean, definitively got to their spot, but injuries also play a big role in the Western Conference. That's just how it is. So, with that, we'll go into the whole Kyrie, Kyrie situation. I'm giving my thoughts on Kyrie. So, Kyrie and the Nets are kind of in a... The talks have stopped or whatever, which it's hard to really buy into any of this stuff with Kyrie because it's such an like over-the-top theatrical event with him. So you kind of almost knew this was going to happen and then that someone's going to have who's we're going to sit here and talk about where he's going to go, where he's going to go, and then he'll probably just re-sign, right? Is, does, it, does it not feel like that's what's going to happen? But if it doesn't, to me... The way his whole theatrical events of, of stuff is with him, it, it just feels like it's going to go back to where, yeah, he's he's going and he's signing. He'll just re-sign. Him and, and, and Kevin Durant, and they'll get somebody. You know who what they need to do is, and I'm just throwing this out here, they almost need a big. I would say they need a, they, they need a big because what they're trying to throw, who are they trying to throw out there? DeAndre Jordan was going to be their big center guy. They kind of threw out there. I mean, they have Claxton. They they need some kind of big. Let me take a look at the Nets roster here. This I wasn't planning on going into this. You know, they had Lamar. Okay, they had Lamarcus Aldridge. Oh, D- Drummond. Excuse me. So DeAndre Drummond was their their big guy that they're putting out there. Now they're going to have Simmons. I, I think that's cool. I think. What if they let Kyrie go? Or they get Kyrie out the books and they bring in Zach Levine. Why not Zach Levine on this roster? If you if you're trying to go big three, get get something going. Why don't you get a guy? I think you get a guy like Zach Levine, Ben Simmons. Zach Levine's gonna be your score guy with KD. Simmons is your your point guy, and then Drummond. They need a they need to get some kind of center though, man. This team is they need some kind of guy to hold it down. They need like a Robert Williams because they're going to compete now. James Wiseman will be back next year for the for the uh, Warriors. Interesting. Um, Robert Williams in the East, the center. Bam with Miami. Joel with, I mean, these these Joker. All these teams now, all these good teams have a big-time big. Anthony Davis out in L.A. Uh, New York's got the Knicks, which, why am I saying the Knicks like they're a contending team? But, you know, they got Julius Randle. I, I, think, I think this is where they could be good, though. I think, to me, the best spot for so say say Kyrie goes somewhere, if he if he's not with the Nets right, which I I could see him coming back and I can see him not, but if he doesn't if he doesn't and they end up trying to trade him because the rumors are they're gonna trade him, they'll sign him and just to get a trade going where he can go do a, a agree to do a max deal somewhere else wherever he signs. To me, it's the team to do it to make a trade with if you're the Nets because the Nets look at this roster. A lot of these guys are gonna be gone. I, I know Drogic's leaving, um, so they're not gonna have all these guys on 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 the books. Which that's the one team I didn't look. I didn't see who the Nets are. But say they make a trade, the Knicks to me is where you're getting the best talent. You're gonna you have the best shot at getting talent from because to me it's between the Knicks, the Lakers, and Miami. If the three teams that I'm trading them to, that those are the three I have in mind that you're gonna make a trade with. And to me, the Lakers don't make any sense. It sounds fun on paper to reunite him and LeBron and have that back. But let's start with the Knicks, the best the best situation for me. This is why I think it's the best. So let's say the Knicks want to keep they keep Julius Randle, you keep RJ Barrett. 
intact. Let, we're going to keep those two together for sure. And then you bring in Kyrie. That's your core three guys. Right now, all these guys are under contract. Mitchell Robinson is the only one for the Knicks that will not be under contract. He's their only free agent. So right now, they've got a mix of young talent and old talent. You got Alec Burks, who's 30. You got him for two years. You could throw him into the mix. They don't want him. You got Kemba for a year. You got D Rose for two years. You could throw out there. Evan Fournier. Those are solid uh, veteran guys they have that they can throw in a trade package. And obviously, you're not going to give them all these guys. So the rest of these guys are going to stay. Whoever you package up. I mean, Cam Reddish. He only played 15 games from neighbor. Got him in the trade. So they, we haven't really seen him in the 15 games he played with the Knicks. He had he had 10 points, two boards. So, I mean, you get him in a full full season going here. I like Cam Reddish. I think he's good. And he's only 22 years old. Um, Obi Toppin is only 24. He's he's a guy who has not lived up, but maybe change of scenery. He's still young. I mean, 24 years old. I mean, that's what's great about the Knicks to me. They can package these young guys. Uh, Quentin Grimes, 22 years old. So, he's, you know, these young guys, you got them for four years. You put them in a trade package. Nets need young, fresh talent. I mean, Emmanuel quickly, 11, 3 and 3. You got him for three years, signed on a contract. You may put him in a trade. Uh, Quentin Grimes, 22. Miles McBride, 21. Jericho Sims, 23. Nerlens, so I was only 25. I just said Brooklyn probably needs a big. You package in, or excuse me, Nerlens, so I was 28. Played 25 games. A solid big. You got him under contract for two years. You don't think he's he's an improvement over Andre Drummond? I don't even know if Andre Drummond's sealing down to a one-year deal with him. I think he might be a free agent. We have to look into that. But, oh, let's see. Is he under contract for another? Um, it doesn't say. But, anyways... But, I mean, there's just so many pieces with the Knicks that you could trade. And the Knicks would be okay giving up some of these guys because the roster's not going to be depleted. And in return, they're getting Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving's going to start over D-Rose. He's going to start over Kemba. He's going to start over, you know, he's your starting point guard. I mean, point blank, period. You don't think Julius Randle, who's averaging 29-5, and five, you got him for the next four years. You pair him with Kyrie, there's your two stars. R.J. Barrett's dropping 25-3, and three, and he's only 22 years old. So he's he's coming up. Julius Randle's in his fucking peak prime, ready to go. He's he's dominant. You pair him with the Kyrie Irving, oh, come on, dude. The Knicks, this would be the Knicks' time to seriously get it going. The question is, does Kyrie want to be in New York? Well, he's already in Brooklyn, so not a far move. And like I said, take your... Take your pick if they're Nets. Who do you want? I got all these young guys. I'll give you whoever you want, whoever you think you need to get going for this next year. No problem. Because we think we're better off with our guys. I mean, you, who, who do you want? Who, who does Brooklyn want? Because I just named you all those guys, all young talent. You can't go wrong. That's why I think it makes sense. Because if you're Brooklyn, you talk about one, what are you going to get back in return? Well, the Knicks are good. They're going to get fucking Kyrie Irving, and, and that's all they need. That's all they need. You get Kyrie Irving. They've got their pieces, and then they do their own little thing, and they figure out who they're gonna, who they want to move forward with, with what they've got going. There's that. If I if I'm the Knicks, I try to hang on to Cam Reddish as much as possible. I don't know how that that might be the deciding factor. They, I think you you give him a, a big. Maybe a veteran guy. Maybe you can dump off one of these veteran guys, 
uh, uh, package in Evan Fournier. Maybe you know he's three years. So you can package, give him an Evan Fournier. Here's a here's a guy who just gave four, gave us fourteen points, and you give him some young talent. Uh, too bad they didn't have Mitchell Robinson. That would be a good young. But Nerlens Noel, I mean, th- that's where it makes sense to me. The other one that makes sense to me. Before I get to the Lakers, well, I'll give you the Lakers a why I don't think I don't see where it, they even have a shot in, in hell. But we're throwing them out there, right? Because they're they're big name. To me, it's the Miami Heat. And I'm not just saying that because I'm a Heat fan. If, I, if I'm the Heat and you want something to get you over the top and get you Kyrie Irving to go with, I think Jimmy and Bam are the two that are going to stay. We're going to keep Jimmy and Bam. Obviously, they can't go nowhere. You're not going to move up them. And they're giving you 21 and 19 from those, from those two. Bam's giving you 19, 10, and 3. Jimmy, 21, 5, and 5. This is regular season. So the one thing is you might be losing Tyler, Tyler Hero. You, if you give him Tyler Hero, then the Brooklyn's looking scary, boy. But, I mean, you can give him Tyler Hero. You can give him any of these guys. Uh, Max Struess, Gabe Vincent. You got your – can you unload Duncan Robinson's contract? Uh, to me, I like Duncan. I like to keep him. You could throw in Kyle Lowry. I mean, the Heat don't go as deep as the Knicks as far as young talent that to package in. But you got the sixth man of the year in Tyler Hero that you can offer. That's 20, 20 – Five and four, right there, coming off your bench, he'd be your starter. So you say that's that's up for grabs. So you'd have Kevin Durant, Tyler Hero, and Ben Simmons. That's that's pretty damn good. The only question with Tyler Hero is how he, he shied away in the playoffs, but that's neither here nor there. Let's say he he gets another year under him. He's only 22. He gets another year under him, matures, looks better, takes another step forward. Get the averages 22 next year, and. He, and he doesn't shy away. That would be a that would be a hell of a move for Brooklyn. That's that's a big return there. That's you're probably your single biggest return if you went with Miami. Whereas the Knicks, you're gonna get a few pieces that are pretty damn good. You're gonna get a Tyler Hero. That's that's your big Kahuna fish out of the fucking trade that you're gonna get. Um. But and then with Miami, with Miami, they could just try to re-sign Victor Oladipo if they lose Tyler Hero. Try to bring back Oladipo. You've got Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, maybe bring back Caleb Martin. Maybe they bring him back. You got Duncan Robinson for four years. Mark, P.J. Tucker left. It's now 76ers saying they're trying to go after him. But P.J. Tucker opted out. He could, You could still maybe bring him back. Um, so I, I think it's not the end of the world. And if they wanted a big, Omir uh, Yurtsevin, Yurtsevin, probably butchering that name. You know, we have him up for grabs. Now, I'm not, I don't know if that's going to make the sweet in the pot that much, but. It's a big if they if Brooklyn needed it. So to me, I, I would I would say the Knicks probably do look a little better though if you're going to make that trade. If I'm if I'm Brooklyn, I'm hitting up the Knicks. That to me is a, a big spot. Miami's not far behind because you're getting Tyler Hero. I think is what they would end up. They would have to get Tyler Hero in that trade uh, to begin with. You're starting there, and then you're going to move some pieces around, some cash, some picks, whatever, whatever the the case may be for Brooklyn, but whatever they're going to want. But that would make the most sense. And then the the last one to me is the Lakers. I don't see it. I heard Clippers. I don't really understand the Clippers either, so I didn't even put them in this. I've been hearing Clippers, though, among these other teams. And it's still early. We don't know. No one knows what the hell's going on with, with Kyrie. This will be a long, dragged-out process. This isn't going to happen overnight. This isn't going to happen before this draft tomorrow by any means, I don't think. This is a long, drawn-out thing that happens, I, I believe. 
with this Kyrie Irving, if there is even is a trade. If they even find out they're going to start doing a trade, Knicks and Heat, to me, make the most sense. Lakers, doesn't make any sense. I'm not even buying the Clippers. I'll put the Lakers in here. You, you want to know why the Lakers doesn't make any sense? Here's why. The guys they have under contract, we kind of already talked about this. So LeBron James, he's got one more year. Anthony Davis, two more years. He has a player option after the, the first year. Uh, Westbrook, he's on his last year. Then you have Tucker, Horton Tucker for two years, and Stanley Johnson and Winion Gabriel. Those are the only guys you have under contract. Everybody else is a free agent. Malik Monk, Carmelo, Austin Reeves, Wayne Ellington, Avery Bradley, Dwight Howard, DJ Augustine, Kent Bazemore. So you have nobody on your roster. Who are you offering Brooklyn to make a trade? You know they don't want Russ. They're not going to take Russ. Even if they do, I don't think it's enough. You have to package something with Russ. So what else are you giving up? And by that time, is your I mean, okay, can they even afford I want to know, could they even afford it? Because right now, to me, they, they, would, they would have to dump Russ to even make this work. And then they get Kyrie, Anthony Davis, and LeBron. To me, it's still not enough. You gotta have it. You have to have a team. You're not gonna get enough veteran minimum guys because that's what this roster is compiled of. Is a bunch of veteran minimum guys that they put together that it's not working. This way, this this way of what the Lakers just did last year. Everyone said, "Well, Anthony Davis is hurt. Russ didn't look that terrible." Okay, Russ is giving you 18, seven, and seven, and he averaged the same amount of turnovers as LeBron did. So it's not like it was this big wild. Everyone everyone dogged. It was so easy to dog on Russell Westbrook this year, and he kind of deserved it a little bit. His play was sloppy. But in the grand scheme of things, did not play any worse. The only reason we're, we're, we're shitting on Russ is, A, he's the scapegoat for the Lakers' bad season. They're going to blame Frank Vogel and Russell Westbrook. That's why we had a bad season. Well, if, if Russell Westbrook was averaging the same amount of points as LeBron James, we wouldn't be talking about him because they average the same amount of turnovers. Everyone wants to talk about uh, Westbrook having these terrible turnovers. Go look at the numbers. They average the same amount. I'm like, I, I. That's what kind of got me. I had, to, I had to look at it like, all right, how come everyone? What, what really happened with, with all this? If, if you want to go back and look at it, let's look at turnovers. LeBron James is at 3.5. Westbrook's at 3.8. They're turning the ball over at the same rate. And they're getting and steals 1.3 and one. So. You're telling me, and, and Russ played more games. What are, what are we doing here? How, how are you going to scapegoat Russ like that? If Russ was averaging 30.3 like LeBron was instead of 18.5, do you think we're complaining? No. We're not. We're not complaining. To me, this is just a, 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 a team that once you get past Carmelo, I think Carmelo did a great giving you're getting thirteen from Carmelo at the age of thirty eight and he played sixty nine games, dude. It's not like he missed games. Carmelo's looking great. Remember how we wanted to kick him out of the league because he's oh he's washed? Dude, now look at him dropping thirteen off the bench, playing sixty nine games. A after that though, your production is because you have a bunch of veteran minimum guys that just they don't fit. None of them work together. This, that, that's, the, that's the issue with this roster. It's not because Russ is playing so bad and he's turned the ball over. Did he make crazy plays? Yeah, but so is it. But, well, yeah, when you compile them all into one video and you're like, oh, damn, he did have a bad year. Looking back at it, it wasn't that bad. He's 18-7-7. Seven, seven. He is 33. 
He's not his spring chicken self. But to me, the whole the whole draft, the whole excuse me, the whole trade for Kyrie doesn't make a lot of sense unless Brooklyn's like we'll take Russ and nothing else. What? Come on, you can't say Kyrie and, and Russ are on the same level. No, I think Kyrie's definitely better player. He's definitely the he's definitely the better player between the two. But you, you're doing you're you're not doing any justice sitting here saying that Russ is the reason this Lakers team was bad. They got a whole hell of a lot more issues than just Russell Westbrook. I think with Darvin Ham coming in, I think he will try to get this to make this work. They just gotta get the right pieces. That's the difference between the Lakers. I don't think they're trading to get Kyrie. I think it sounds good with L.A. in the mix. Oh, it's a big team. I, I don't think it happens. I think he either stays or he's got to go to a team where that can offer Brooklyn something because Brooklyn will be fools to get nothing in return. For This is the last time you're going to be able to trade Kyrie and make a lot of money off of it. You know, get, or not make a lot of money off of it, but get a lot of investment from it, to be honest. But uh, to me, it's the Knicks and Heat, and I think the Knicks, I think you're going to get more talent from them. I think you can you can offer, you know the Knicks are so hungry to be great, you could you could get a few pieces and they've got pieces to spare. I mean, like I said, I would try to hang on to Cam Reddish if if I'm the Knicks, but I mean look at it, you, you know maybe you can get rid of that Kemba contract. You may you might have to get rid of Emmanuel quickly, which I like at 23 years old, averaging 11 three and three. You got him for three years, that's not bad. Maybe dump the Obi Toppin deal, try to bring back Mitchell Robinson, get rid of Obi Toppin. I mean they got guys they could spare, so. Same with Miami. They're just not as deep. They've got a lot of a lot of guys too, but they would it'd be a little bit hard. It would be a little bit harder for them. But either way, they're they're putting you over the top. And boy, if you're the Nets, you gotta think, man, we can get Tyler Hero. Not a bad, not a bad for Kyrie, who was really didn't work out for you anyways. I mean, he's great, but it didn't help the cause. So that that's where I'm at on it. I, we'll see. We're, we're gonna see that unfold and where that goes and. All that stuff. That's we're gonna be circus show, I'm sure. Um, another thing that I was excited about that I talked about in the NBA was with the the Dallas Mavericks. They made a trade. Uh, it's about a week ago now. Um, with Houston and got Christian Wood, which I love this move. I really like this move because I I talked about this that. To me, the Mavericks needed a big to really be serious contending. So going out and getting Christian Wood is a hell of a fucking move, in my opinion. I love it. Uh, this this guy's a beast. He he's he can fit right in, and he's going to be – and really Dallas didn't have to give up much. They gave up Boban. They gave up a lot of guys that really did not, not play for them. So really, I, I don't know what Houston was thinking on this move. I think they kind of blew this move, but out of the park, home run. Let, let's pull this up. Uh, I want to check this out. I mean, you're getting a guy. You're getting a guy, 26 years old. He's entering his prime. He's coming off of an 18 and 10 season. You don't think him? He's going to be great down low with with Luca now. This is what they were missing. They were missing a big guy. I said this before. All they needed was a big with Dallas, and they went out and already have already tackled. They could still make another splash and be. I think they're going to be the ones. We're going to be talking about them in the finals this year. They're going to get back to the Western Conference finals. I think they got a really good shot at doing it, and they're going to put up a better fight for sure. They're they're getting ready. Mark Cuban wants to retool this team and get them back as quick as possible. And I love this move by Christian by getting Christian Wood. 
He he's fourth year in the league. He's settling into his his role, and he's a dominant big guy down low, big time hustle guy. He he's going to be on a team now that can win. So we're going to see a different mindset out of him. He's on the Rockets now, team that's stunk. So you, I don't care what you say. A guy's effort is going to be great even on a bad team. But you put him on a team that's winning for a championship. It changes. It changes in you because you got a chance. You know you have a chance. When you know you don't have a chance of getting in the play, even in the playoffs, it's like ah, uh, it's depleting. But you put them on a championship team. You're going to play with Luca. It's going to look good. Ooh, you know, that's going to be nasty. I, I love this move. Shout out to the fucking Mavericks for making this move happen because this this was solid. I mean, this was solid, and they did not give up that many pieces. Uh, I'm trying to see. Where? Let me go back here. Uh, sorry, let me. I'm trying to see who they got out of the trade. So the trade was for. Thought I had this up. So Sterling Brown, uh, Trey Burke, Marquise Chris, and Boban, and the 26th pick in the draft. And so you gave up four pieces that, whatever, in your draft pick. Okay, your draft pick's Christian Wood. 18 and 10. Hell of a fucking move by Dallas. Shout out to Dallas for this move. This puts them in a contention for the West. Uh, I, I I like their chances now in the West. They're gonna look damn good next year, and we got they we still got the whole offseason. This is just the tip of the iceberg. So, shout out to 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 Dallas on this one. This is gonna be a, a hell of a move on their part. I I like this move 100%. I said it before. They needed a big guy, and here we go. They 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 delivered. This is I thought maybe like a John Collins, or Maybe they. I thought maybe they were going to be in a shot for um, DeAndre Ayton. No, they. I think they. They did this. I don't think they would have got DeAndre Ayton for what they gave up. So, I like this move and no shame in it. And now DeAndre Ayton, where that leads where he's going to go. Now it seems like uh, more and more of a going to Atlanta now. But we'll we'll hit that. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. So shout out to Dallas, man. They delivered on this move. I like this move. Uh, we'll wrap things up here. I wanted. I got a little story about uh, with the, uh, Nate Diaz, um, which I didn't know this was in the. They were kind of talking about this. So Nate Diaz is talking about how he wanted to fight in the UFC. He's kind of get, got on Dana, and I was like, "Hey man, uh, what are we doing? I, I got better things to do." And kind of hinting at fighting Jake Paul. Either book me a contract, book me a fight, or fight Jake Paul. Now Dana White said you should probably go fight Jake. Jake Paul, that fight makes sense. So it sounds like Dana's not wanting to put him in fights because we had talked about him fighting Nate fighting Usman, which I don't I don't like that fight. Nah. I, I I love me some Nate Diaz. I love he's a shit talker. He does whatever he wants is, and then he goes out and puts on a great fucking show. I I, I love everything about Nate Diaz. I want to see him in the octagon, but oh, fuck yeah, do I want to see him fight Jake Paul? Yes. Let's see that. Make that happen. Make that happen immediately. I want to see him fight Jake Paul. I want to see that go down. Um, of course, I want to see him in the, in, in the UFC, but it doesn't sound like they're going to make that happen. Should he fight Usman? No. Would I want to see a McGregor fight again? Maybe. No, I want to bring back McGregor. You know, let's see what McGregor has against Nate. Because I thought he looked good against Leon Edwards. Uh Burns, maybe? Have him fight Burns? You can make a fight happen. I don't know what, what the animosity is between these guys. It's always been the... Nate Diaz is like stone cold of MMA. Like, 
You know how back in the day it was it was fuck the boss, fuck Vince McMahon, you know, whatever. Uh, now Nate Diaz to me is that stone cold of of MMA right now. Fuck it, you don't want to make that fight happen. You don't want to make money. You can make money with Nate Diaz. Everybody loves Nate Diaz. Give him a fight. Give him a fight he wants. Usman, ah, that's not. That's kind of disrespectful. He, but you know, he kind of made the, uh, the the comment like, oh, Nate hasn't fought anybody. No one wants to fight. You know, he's had a lot of losses in his last fights, which is true and not true at the same time. I mean, he's gonna make you money. How competitive are the fights going to be? I mean, the Leon Edwards fight, let's not forget, Nate Diaz rocked Leon Edwards at the end of that fight and could have won that. It was like he was just fucking with him, not even trying, like, oh, I'm not going to I'm not gonna take this shine from you. I'll let you get this fight. He tagged him at the end of that fucking fight and could have won that shit. So, the Masvidal fight, that was a great fight. But, then, you know, that was 2019. That's been some years now. 2019, that was a damn good fight. You know, he beat Anthony Pettis. So, he has won. He beat McGregor in the first one, lost in the second one. Uh, so let's not act like he he just hasn't had a lot of fights. You know, fifteen, to, he doesn't fought a lot. Two thousand fifteen against Johnson, uh, March fifth, two thousand sixteen against the first fight against McGregor. Then in August of two thousand sixteen, the second fight against McGregor. Then he takes three years off, fights in two thousand nineteen, twice, Pettis and Masvidal. Then takes another two years off. So they're not fighting. He's not. It's not he's not very active. That's the thing. Get him a fight. People love watching him. Let's not act like we don't love watching Nate Diaz fight. He's fucking fun as hell. He shouldn't fight Usman. We know that. You can give him Burns, Vincent Luque, Wonder Boy. You can get him a fight. Come on. But if he's not going to take any of those fights, yeah, I want to see Jake Paul. I want to see him fight, period. So if it's going to be Jake Paul, let's see Jake Paul. That would be a fucking banger of a fucking fight. Fight Jake Paul. Let's see it, man. Dana's crazy for not making it happen. Now, you know, I got these guys jarring at each other. He's not, not going to let him talk his talk. Dana's not going to let anybody talk talk that shit. He's going to talk right back at you. So, who knows? I just thought I, I, I had seen that and them kind of going back and forth. I, I, I didn't know it was we were thinking about doing a Jake Paul fight. If that's the case, let's what we're doing, guys. Get it fucking going. Jake Paul fights are fun. I mean, he's going to fight Nate Diaz. Boy, that's going to be sad. Woo! Go get your money, Nate. That's a damn money-making mission right there. No fucking doubt about it. Damn. I would I would be excited to see that one. Um, all right, man. We'll we'll uh, wrap things up. We'll leave it there. I think tomorrow we're going to have... Uh, I think we're going to have um, Andrew on. We'll definitely chop it up with him about the finals. And then I'll put a button on this year's finals. Uh, we'll see how, what his thoughts were on that. Um Again, if you guys aren't, if you guys are just now seeing this the first time, you made it all this way. First of all, if you made it to this point on the YouTube channel, on the YouTube, oh, shout out to you. Even on the Spotify, on the podcast, however, wherever you're listening, watching, if you made it this far, I fucking I love you guys. All right, I appreciate you making it this far. Um, but on for you YouTube folks, first time checking it out, subscribe, comment, like it, share, man, just. Whatever you can, just just hit that thumbs up, subscribe, share it, send it to whoever you want to. Um, check, have them check it out. Help help grow this channel. I uh, grow blow this thing up, man. I love y'all. Y'all have a wonderful day.